life isn't it yeah we're all gonna croak crazy it's crazy we, to think about we come here to do just that croak if we yep. don't get nothing out of life oh well and maybe spread the good word a little bit yeah you know what i'm saying got to do okay, okay baby uh it's wednesday red hawk recap 22 we made it back again we got the omnicron going around heavy but this episode sponsored by patreon lots of good stuff going up we're recording a vlog today um techniques going up and we got jx has got the uh, his product merch coming out they're doing a pre-order on the shorts the shorts i'm currently using if you do know gi jiu-jitsu they're my favorite shorts um that he gave me and he they're for sale again and with the product stuff you got to get it because it sells out quick and then once it sells out you ain't getting it again so you uh, it's a <laughs> yeah it's a gold chain fake gold chain kind of day that's why i threw it on rick it's just one oh, of those days that the yeah. sickness is going around yeah. and uh yeah yeah a bunch of people are getting sick people at the gym are getting sick we're waking up sick i was rolling with one of my uh partners i'm gonna say who it was yes or monday he ended up with covid oh and then joe rogan podcast saying you can't get covid twice and then people saying that those those tests are 90 percent false it's just like i don't know what to believe anymore all I can control or all we can control is just sleeping good, staying hydrated, and eating good. Um, we haven't seen my boy Rick in a while. Yeah. You know what? Before that, why don't we start off with uh, with some positive shit with this. Uh, this book I'm reading is called Peak Performance. It's called Elevate Your Game, Avoid Burnout, and Thrive. The New Science of Success. This is a good fucking book that I forgot I had. One chapter I was reading. I, I'll probably do a review on the whole book on Patreon good for athletes good for everyday people too um it talks about decision fatigue and how that's a thing if you're constantly making decisions all day all day they talk about mark zuckerberg and how he just wears the same exact clothes every day because he tries to minimize the amount of decisions he has to make during the day and he even said a recent study found that physicians doctors making significantly more prescribing errors as the day wears on so the day's going on they're having a long day of trying to think of what to prescribe the patients and then they start getting tired and the decision fatigue comes in and they make prescribing errors and their decisions get worse at the end of the end of the day each time we make a deliberate decision however inconsequential it may seem our brain is processing different scenarios and evaluating all the options as decisions we make add up to so does the amount of processing required by your brain we should realize we have limited energy and devoted only to things that really matter in addition to limit eliminating as many decisions as possible don't devote brain power to gossip politics or worrying about what others think of you in addition to reflecting upon daily decisions, think about the second and third order effects. The commute time, financial pressures. This book's good, though. In this other chapter I was reading that, that was really good. It says, choose your friends wisely. Mm. Choose your friends wisely. That's a good one, isn't it, Rick? Yeah, it really is. Just like disease easily, 
spread through tight-knit, just like diseases easily spread through tight-knit groups, so does motivation. Um, yeah, and this, this talks about just how important it is to have a good group of friends. The makeup of your social circle has profound implications for your own behavior, obviously. Um, performance practices. At the end of each one, it goes over... Um, at the end of each chapter, it goes over the main points. And this one, I'll just go over it real quick so I don't bore everyone. Recognize the enormous power of the people with whom you're surrounded yourself with. Positive energy, motivation, and drive are all contagious. Mm -hmm. Do what you can to cultivate your own village of support, to support, to surround yourself with a culture of performance. Remember that by being positive and showing motivation, you are not only helping yourself, but you're helping everyone else in your life. Unfortunately, negativity and pessimism are also contagious. Don't put up with too much of either. A chain is only as strong as its weakest link. Man, I got a bunch of shit uh, underlined in this book that's just so important. Being around pe pessimistic, negative people is fucking draining. Mm. It'll really fucking drain you. Um, And it talks about uh, talks a lot about elite athletes and the best performers in this book. Um. I don't know. It's a good book. I'm going to do a review of it on Patreon, but Peak Performance is called Elevate Your Game, Avoid Burnout, and Thrive with the New Science of Success. Peak Performance. Good shit. Uh, I watched a show called The Alpinist on Netflix the other night, and it is a crazy fucking show, dude. The, the, the mountains, they're free solo climbing these mountains that are they're like cliffs, and they're free solo climbing them. Um literally a death wish this the show on the alpha you guys should check it out if you're bored really fucking good show crazy show this dude i don't know if there's something wrong with him but he's just fucking crazy <laughs> but early on in the show you can see like he's so crazy he ends up climbing a mountain avalanche hits him and then he dies later on the show but it's a sad fucking show dude it's good but it's sad too um that reminds me of a, of a little thing uh that uh sam harris put i sent it to some of the boys i'll play it real quick and then we'll get back to the some of the other shit we were talking about this uh sam harris he's the one that has a sam harris app he has a, a meditation uh a guided meditation practice we always talk about it. you guys have probably heard me talk about it. but this is a good little short clip people on earth at this moment least a billion people on earth at this moment who would consider their prayers answered if they could trade places with you there are at least a billion people who are suffering debilitating pain or political oppression or the acute stages of bereavement to have your health even just sort of to have friends even only a few to have hobbies or interests and the freedom to pursue them to have spent this day free from some terrifying encounter with chaos is to be lucky. Just look around you and take a moment to feel how lucky you are. You get another day to live on this earth. Enjoy it. Yeah, that's good. Real good. A little simple reminder for the people. Mm -hmm. So our boy JX, he got himself a new puppy. Can you believe that, Rick? No, I can't believe that one. Yeah, that's crazy shit, isn't it? Yeah. How's the puppy been? 
She's good. She's just shitting everywhere. Is she really? Yeah, she's like shits immediately. Um, what kind of puppy is it? She's a French bulldog. Damn. Yeah. yeah. How are her and Oliver getting along? Uh, Oliver's like a little awkward at first. Like he doesn't know how to react. He, I think he's just confused. Like, what is it? Like, confused sexually too, probably. Maybe because it's a girl. Really, but um, I don't know. Like, I think, I think it just gonna take time for him to get used to her. She's still super, super small, so. Hopefully they're buddies. That's it's fun watching it. the the puppies interact, Tom. Huh? Yeah. So was that your guys' Christmas gift together? Um, no, we were thinking about getting one just because Oliver's always at home and he always seems like kind of lonely. Mm-hmm. So we were thinking of getting him like a friend, and uh, Anissa's brother, like I don't know, he he has a French bulldog and he like uh, bred them and he was like selling them, and uh, he had like I think that was his last one and. We were just like, oh, can we, like, look at it? Like, and he brought it over. He's like, just keep it for a week if you guys. But, like, instantly we were just like, we're not going to give it back. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you get a good buy on it then? Yeah, I think he, Anissa was telling me sh- he was going to charge us, but he just gave it to us. Dude, that's yeah, fucking awesome. I know. That's sweet. Um, Dallas, how about you? What would you get for Christmas? Did Mama buy you anything? Like a heated blanket, like that's basically Ooh. it. I got one of those. Is it nice? It's really nice. We we have that uh we have that that chilly sleep thing, so we can turn the heat up on our our bed. But we also have a weighted blanket, which is like twenty five thirty pounds of a weighted blanket, so it feels like you're like cocooned yeah, under there. It's nice. Jay, what'd you get Nisa for Christmas? I got her some some Doc Martens. I don't know if you know what those are. They're like kind of boots. Yeah. Um, got her that, and just like a bunch of little random stuff like for her stocking. Because nice. we were like, what's our budget? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, obviously, Rick, did you get anything for Christmas? Not a damn thing. What do you mean? <laughs> what did you get, Tim? They played me like Scrooge. <laughs> yeah. Did they really? You got a chain, yeah. Tim? <laughs> no, I fucking got a coffee cup. I didn't get shit. Here, Rick. Hmm. Here's your Christmas present, brother. Look at that. Thank you. How about these? Some fresh Oakleys, too. I don't want Ooh. you selling these, though. I'm going to sell this soon when I leave. No. <laughs> <laughs> Trade it for some perks? Yeah. I got a... Uh, I got a nice fucking. Throw these on. Uh, okay. These are yours, Christmas. I got a, a nice uh, uh, saxophone. Yeah. It's, it's, it's gold. It was, you know, it, it was a necklace. It was part of a chain. Yeah. Well, you were telling me you also got a little bit of Christmas pussy. Oh yes. And so you yes. you were dry on the puss for about a year. Yes. And then you got this little shorty. And boy, did she lay me. And really? then she wanted to Don't go. Mind. You can wear. Uh, yeah, she wanted to go a second round. <laughs> Bitch, let me recruit from this first one. I'm, it's going to take me about 45 minutes. It's not like you're 18 anymore. Right, you know, shit. So, that's good. Yeah. Rick got some pussy for Christmas. Yeah. Got himself a new pair of Oakleys. Yes, yes. And they say Timbo Sugar Show on the side, too. Oh, so those are custom. It? Yeah. Hey, yeah, it's nice here, yeah, man. Look. Don't be selling those or trading it for perks. I'm not. I got a pocket full of perks right now. I'm no, not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're clean, we're clean, we're clean. <laughs> Jay, I mean, Dow, did you get your mom anything for Christmas? Yeah, we got her like a, me and my sister usually get her something. Like we go in and just buy her something cool. We bought her like a, a cookbook and we bought her like this new wok pan so she can make like different stuff. Ooh, wok pan. Yeah. Those are nice. Yeah. I want to get one of those. I, uh, yeah, I got some friends uh, like a beanie, some um, some socks. Gave all the gym members an extra little Christmas bonus. So that was nice to be able to do. Yeah, I didn't get really shit. I got a, I got a coffee cup. <laughs> we'll get you something. We'll get you something. No, no, I don't need nothing, champ. I don't need nothing. Um, you need socks. <laughs> yeah, you need more. And socks. some underwear. <laughs> Damn, a little new pair of panties. That probably probably be good. Gotcha, champ. Yeah, presents. Fuck. 
Dowd's been a dry for a year too. Have you? Yeah, Jay. Dude, you're gonna find the thing is a girl's gonna come at some random time and take Dow yes. from us. And yes. Dallas won't be able to hang out with his friends anymore because he's nah, got his baby. Boo. No. But you did put down on your new New Year's resolution two stripes on that white belt. Yes, sir. So when does it start? January first. That's my birthday. Bullshit. Yeah. January first? New Year's? That's right. New, new Year's, Year's Day. Day. Damn. Yeah. yeah. So you probably every year. You've probably gotten some pussy New Year's. I try to. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard sometimes. Yeah. Um, I was telling Rick earlier, I'm trying to figure out a way to where, because people are online are always asking to donate a little a little cheddar here and there mm. to Rick, donate some food and donate some shit. So I'm trying to mm. figure out a way where we can do it. Pretty sure there's got to be an app or something. Yeah, that would like be a nice. little uh, GoFundMe, GoFundMe or something. Me, yeah. Dude, I actually watched this fucking show that popped up on Hulu the other day about people they found a homeless person they set up this whole whole like scam and uh, and did a, a gofundme and the gofundme brought in four hundred thousand dollars whoa Damn. and did the couple the money the couple that set him up they said they gave him maybe 75 grand and they were just balling out doing all these trips going all these places <laughs> and then it can they ended up getting caught yeah, holy what would you do with 400 racks right now rick uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be here. Right. <laughs> probably not. Oh, the pussy I can buy. No, i just give me a house or something. Try to, you know, yeah. invest in something. Yeah, get you a little like something that, worth yeah. of shit. Yeah. yeah. That'll be good. Homeless for homeless and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Cause it's yeah, well, we'll try to get that set up. I don't think it'd be hard to do a GoFundMe, and then I could just put it on a card. Maybe and give it to you, but you can't be buying too many perks. No, I ain't gonna buy no perks. So, <laughs> so you you went the, you went to the hospital for a little bit, didn't you? Yeah, man. But you know they they was trying to say I had lung cancer. I'm like, what the fuck? And then uh, like I was in the joint. This was like in eighty something, <coughs> and he seen a like a spot on my lungs, right? And so I think he took that as uh, being cancer. Yeah. So. When I went to the hospital over there, he come in, you know, said like, yo, man, that fucked me. My brother had just died like two yep. days before that. From just older, old age, old age and shit. Yeah. And that man, it spooked me, freaked me out. And then I go to, I said, I got to have a second opinion on this. I don't believe this shit, you know. Yeah. Went to the other uh, hospital that on 50, 49th somewhere. Uh-huh. And, uh. He said, no, man, you don't have no That's fucking cancer. crazy. Yeah. That that doctor can literally say, you got lung cancer, and he don't really know. No. That's just fucked. That I just talks about the... Yeah. I mean, well, in your brother dying to... Man, when a loved one dies, it does fuck people up, and it yes. fucks them up almost permanently. Yes, because that fucked me up. I wasn't expecting well, nothing like that. You know? Well, and at least he he had a whole life to live. You know what I mean? Yeah. He didn't die. He's 71, so you know, that was, he had a decent life. Yeah. You know? well, a lot of people don't even get to live that long. But right. I was telling Mariah, I was like, we have to literally be thankful for each other every single Same night. Day. And yeah. don't never go to sleep mad. You know, yeah. her, you know what I mean? Yeah. Give her a good but fucking yeah, before we go to bed. Yeah. 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 And she going to appreciate that. Yeah. We appreciate you more. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, and I didn't know what was such a good investment is Rolexes. Rolexes keep their value, and they've been climbing for years, dude. Yeah, they've been around for a long time. A little rolly. 
Yeah, all yes. the different shit you can invest in is crazy. I want to know how how good of an investment is like. Is diamonds a good investment? Is yeah. gold a good investment? Gold is, I think. Diamonds, yeah, that should be. Yeah. Always can resell. Yes. It makes sense why a lot of rich people. Get a little safe or what, Tim? <laughs> I already got one. Mm. Got about twenty twenty five dollars in there. <laughs> <laughs> No, but we're going to L.A. We're going to L.A. Two weeks. We were supposed to go to Miami for New Year's, but thank God we ain't, huh, Jay? Because we'd, be, we'd, be, we'd be leaving tomorrow. Yeah. I would, mm. uh, and if I was feeling like this, I would have been like, hell no. Dude. Oh, I'm so glad we just, we just thought with our brains a little bit mm. and just decided, no, we're not <laughs> going. Um, but we're going to go to LA in two weeks. Sugar's going to go on a couple pods. And then, uh, there's this dealer down there that messaged us and said, Hey, we'll give you any one of these Rolexes at the price we get them for. Wow. So it might be a good little investment. Nice, yeah. Get them some nice watch. Them gold watches right there. That one to the left. Yeah. It's a nice fucking watch. Yeah. 500,000. <laughs> 500 stacks. Is it? <laughs> oh yeah. I see it now. Rolex Daytona. Yeah. Post Malone has a crazy watch collection. So does uh, Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man. Yeah. It's a crazy. Like, there's like GQ videos of them just going through their crazy watch collection. That's a whole other world, the watches oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And the Richard Mills that are going for a couple hundred stacks. Um, Even the one that Sugar has, the AP, that one's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Mayweather cool. got some nice watches. I oh, was yeah. watching him on What's YouTube. What's going on, GQ? This is Post Turn this shit down. Oh, he he does a review of his yeah, watches. Yeah. Oh, I bet it's pretty, pretty cool. sweet. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Cause some Rolexes, dude. I w I was looking online. Some Rolexes ten years ago were three four thousand dollars. Now they're twenty thousand. They're just constantly climbing. So having one of those and just stick it in the safe for a couple years, mm -hmm. if you got the bread for it, might be not a bad idea. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Always looking for different shit to invest in. Instead of the money just sitting there in the bank, fucking might as well invest it. Yeah. Invest in shit. Yeah. yeah, fucking A's. Um what else? You guys got any good good current current events that we want to talk about? Yeah, put some shit up. Check this one out. Fucking the insta. My insta I just woke up randomly and the, the thing got verified. I was pumped oh, about yeah, that. That's pretty cool. Mm. Got a little check mark. Good little check mark. So now we can. Um, now you're happy. Now <laughs> I'm happy. My happiness <laughs> went up by fifty percent. No, now it'll be good for the podcast. Now we can because I think celebs the read messages from verified people. I wonder if it like boosts your message too. Like if you have that check mark. You yeah, know what I mean. I wonder too because I have a lot of requests and sometimes like I'll get like what like this person messaged me like two weeks ago and I don't even see it. Yeah, so it'll be good for the pod. We'll be able to get some more Zoom get guests for this pod and the Timbo Sugar Show. That's the that's the most part I'm pumped about. Is that'd be good. And we'll be get some s cool guests. Did you decide on what you're gonna do with the coffee shop or the new gym or anything? You know what th that coffee shop. That's why I was I thought about that coffee shop for a while, and I'm like, dude, it's just one of those things that's just gonna s fill up my free time my free time that i i enjoy being able to read my books i enjoy being able to just sit there and do what i want and be calm for a little bit and i think that's a lot of where my creative ideas come from and i think jumping into that coffee shop right now it'll just be like oh okay now i'm just filling the rest of my day full of shit full of having to make decisions all day so right now i'm like i don't know especially if we're going to move the gym in a couple months i make i'm having someone look at the roof at that other place to make sure it's not fucked up 
So if once we move the gym, it's not like that place is going to get rented out. So we'll always have the opportunity to do that coffee shop. But I think right now I'm like, fuck, we got a lot going on and learning, especially now a lot of opportunities are popping up, but just having to say no to a lot of them. You know what I mean? Everyone wants to get involved. Everyone wants to do this shit. And it's just having to say no. Just like, ah, no, I don't got time. I'm sorry. Maybe in the future. Mm. Um, so all the shit that I actually care about isn't taking a back back seat to all this new shit. Mm. What's, what's this that, that that's going on here, Jay? Oh, I think that guy pulled it up. Holy hey. fuck. Yeah. What is it? Oh, this dude. Uh, this guy was like in fucking Burlington. And he was like messing with people when I was watching the video. And uh, he started like beating up people like these girls and shit like that. And so the cops pull up and they fucking shoot him. Damn. And then I guess uh, that there was this little girl in the changing room behind where they shot him. And they shot that girl too. What? Yeah. Where was this? This is in LA. Yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. So the guy was beating up the girls. Yeah, he was like, watch, I'll pull up the footage. This is crazy. Beating up the girls, they get a call, cops roll in. Yeah, like this is the dude. And he's just going crazy. I don't know if he's like on drugs or whatever, but he, he looks like he's on drugs right there, didn't he? Right? He like pulls he's his pants down. Time. I don't know what the fuck why he pulled his pants down. He's in another world. Yeah. What do you think he's on, Rick? I don't, See, I don't know. Probably that fucking G shit. Meth. Yeah. Yep. Just gets crazy. Like he oh. like this goes out of the Jake Paul uh pay per view buys. Oh yeah, that shit's nuts. Um, did they shoot that guy? Yeah, they shot him, but then they detained him and they took him to jail. Oh damn! So he didn't like die. Damn. But the girl died. Yeah, wow. the Jake Paul man. I bet I yeah, would. I would love to see how many people streamed the Jake Paul fight. For oh me. yeah, over a million. I don't remember the last time I bought a boxing match. Even when like Canelo fights or someone big, I always just stream it. See that. Oh. Allegedly. Uh, says, bitch boy can't afford the big boys. Never again do I want to hear my name associated with the fake 305. Mm. Wow. I, you, all these though, all this shit that, that could have just been a random tweet. Some, a hater of Jake Paul pulled up yeah, that's true. and said 65K buys, which it could be true. It could not be true. But if it is true, it's like, fuck. How long is it going to last? You know what I mean? Mm. How long is it going to last? That's why it's scary. Like, him signing fighters, all all these promotions, dude. All these promotions that are paying out big bucks. I always wonder how long they're gonna last. Even the PFL when they're paying out these million dollar paydays or and they don't have big backers. Like Bellator, I think is owned by fuck, I It's Showtime, it isn't it? I don't know if it's owned by Showtime. What is? Uh Bellator. But uh, I think it's owned by a company that owns a lot of those different Oh agencies. A different big TV. Uh, I don't know. Did you see Dana White response to Jake Paul claims a challenge? This guy keeps saying I'm a cokehead. He can randomly cocaine test me for the next ten years if I can randomly steroid test him for two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I I don't. By the look of Jake's body, it doesn't look like he's on something. But really, it's hard to ever tell. There's no way to ever tell unless you did do those tests. And Dana, it's like, dude, if he was doing coke first, if he was actually a cokehead, I feel like it, it, it slowly would like start his trajectory of his business and everything would start to kind of go down. Maybe here and there he does some cocaine, which who gives a fuck? Here and there. Not saying you should, not saying it's right, but it's not like it's going to kill you. Like people do worse things for their body. 
I don't know. I'm just fucking spewing <laughs> bullshit here. Who fucking knows? Uh, fourth stimulus check. Lives, live updates. 8,000. Cola 2022 benefits headlines. Biden hopes to find solution to the BBB impasse soon. Some parents will receive eight stacks stimulus checks this spring. Mm. Biden extends the student debt moratorium to May. I wonder what that means. I think I was reading something about it, but it didn't really make sense. As Omicron causes business closures, will a fourth stimulus check be passed to combat the economic loss? West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin says he can't support build. There will be... Yeah, damn. Well, the, I, I've heard a couple people with COVID lately, and they've tested positive for COVID. Five days later, they test negative. Mm. So, and and I was reading a lot that this one isn't near, near as bad as other shit. Um, See this? I was pulling this one up. We got a handful of the Patreon questions too, and then I think we got some some, Here we go. some voicemails. Oh, this deadly flo- flooding in Brazil kills at least twenty and displaces thousands, leaving COVID nineteen vaccines submerge. The death toll from floods and heavy rain, which has blighted the Brazilian state, rose to twenty after flooding intensified over the weekend, causing two dams to burst. Holy fuck! Hey. And displacement of an estimate. Made it 62,800 people. At least 358 people have been injured in the flooding. Fucking dams broke. Mm. Just flooded the whole shit. It's crazy, man. That is crazy. This whole world's going to shit. <laughs> but, <laughs> dude, I think about that too. I'm like, oh, the whole world's going to shit. Everything's happening. But it's like, dude, think about throughout the 1900s, the world wars, and then the the major pandemics. And then all the different shit. People probably really thought the world was going to shit there. I feel like there's always stuff going on and we just have access to know that stuff going on. You know what I mean? Like we know now because we have the internet. Yeah, for it's sure. Always, there's always been shit going on. For sure. Uh, Jackson Lewis on Patreon says, Thought on deeply hating your opponent pre-fight as motivation. That's a good question. Depending... I think depending on your fight style, like a fighter like, say, Chris Lieben. Chris Lieben, who's not super technical, but just fought on just kind of grit, good chin, just throwing hooks. Maybe for someone like him, maybe it's good. But I think for most at a high level, I think having emotions coming into a fight is not good. I think for a high level, I mean, like top in the UFC, you got to come in there and trust your technique and be emotionless, not have any emotions. I think. Tristan, what's the most awkward interaction with another fighter you've had? There's been a handful of awkward ones. Probably the most awkward one, though, is fucking Cheeto at Whole Foods that one time. Mm-hmm. Cheeto, remember when we were there? I wasn't there. Oh. Yeah, but I remember walking around Whole Foods. And then seeing him in the elevator, like, it's like, what are we going to do, Cheeto? I'm going to fuck you up right here. <laughs> Little 135er. It's like, it's awkward, but then it's like, ah, everyone's professionals. It's like, you're not getting paid uh, to fight in the streets. But I don't know. There's been a handful. Usually fight weeks, there's some awkward interactions for sure. I think it'd be sick if you did a walkthrough of pre-fight visualizations, not understanding things. If you think of, imagine being in the black, the walkout introductions, but your personal dialogue of it. Connor Scott, how to approach sparring as a young aspiring fighter who needs the experience while being conscious of head trauma. That's 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 a yeah, that's a that's a tough one. That's a tough one. You gotta fucking spar hard. Maybe you know what? 
maybe as a young buck, try to find a sponsor. Try to find someone who's going to buy you some good-ass headgear. The winning headgear is my favorite. It kind of fucks with your vision a little bit, but if you find a good, snug, winning heading, headgear, it takes a... Uh, it takes away a lot of the fucking blunt force, I think, personally. And I think there's a reason a lot of, like, the professional boxers wear them, too. But the thing about that winning headgear is there's a lot of padding up here, a lot of padding on your forehead. But around the neck area, where sometimes kicks wrap around your neck and fucking ring your bell from the back of your neck, mm-hmm. it doesn't have much padding back there. Um, Yeah, but I, th- I when you're young, I think it is important to spar hard pretty hard probably not as hard as we used to spar where the goal is to KO each other um have you tried hitting pads or light sparring with your R-ring on no because who knows who knows how durable those things are you're fucking cracking pads or cracking a bag and who knows what's going to get loose in those things you know what I'm saying Charles how much running long distance and sprints is ideal when training for MMA fight or a BJJ tournament like I said, every, every I think everyone's different. Some people really d- different styles. Someone who's a striker who bounces around a lot, they might like to run and really have their calves and their feet in shape and be able to really trust their feet and how good at shape they're in. Um, if you're doing it for a jiu-jitsu tournament, maybe you're doing it just for your heart rate to get your heart rate comfortable at 150, 160 beats per minute. Um... I used to like to run a lot. I used to like to run a lot just because I've been in fights where I, I felt like my legs have fatigued and I hated that. And I think some of the runs that I we used to do are really fucking grueling. I think I've put a handful of those on Patreon too. Like grueling half an hour runs where you're sprinting at 10, uh, 10 miles per hour, inclined for a minute burst, maybe 15 seconds, 30 seconds, slow, but a bunch of different ones. I used to like to run just for the the place it would make me go mentally. I, my heart rate would be really fucking high. I'd have to get it down. It'd get really fucking high. My legs would be fatigued. I would just like that. It it would almost make me it really make you tap into that mental toughness mu- muscle where your body wants to quit, but you just you just counter it and say no. I'm not fucking quitting. That's why I liked it. How often do you shave your nipples? <laughs> I don't. I'm fucking redhead, so I have, like, blonde hair. I only have a couple hair on my nips. Nothing crazy. Dal, you getting hairy nips yet? Yeah, I just shaved my shit last night. Did you really? Yeah. Damn. (laughs) The thing is, you start shaving those nips, it starts growing in more heavy, right? it's funny. I'm like, fuck. Damn. It's all good. What about you, Jay? You got a little couple hairs? No. I mean, if I do, it's like one or two. Just pluck Mm. them. Yeah. Rick? You know what I mean? Don't have none. No hairy nips, huh? No. It's just going to be like my head, bald all the time. <laughs> Damn. Uh, Raphael Menjavar, any thoughts on the Tim Ferriss slow-carb diet? How about the vertical diet? I saw John Jones recommend that, that one recently. Raphael, I would say try a couple different diets. See if you can stay consistent with them. Do the one that's not considered a diet. Because if it's considered a diet, it's hard to stick with. If it's a fucking... I hate to say it, but like a lifestyle change, Mm. then I think that's going to be the best one. And like I said, every diet for every person is different. Do you do super explosive things? Do you train twice a day to where you have to recover for your second workout where you need some carbs and you need that fuel compared to you read a lot or you hear a lot of podcasts and read a lot about how the keto diet's so good. Yeah, it may be good if you're, you exercise pretty light once a day, 
But if you're training super explosive shit, explosive mm. grappling, explosive mitts, explosive weights, or whatever you're doing, you probably need to eat some good fuel. But like I said, I'm not an expert there, and uh, everyone's different. Connor G, what's your favorite position submission in BJJ? I like front headlock stuff. I like getting people in front headlocks and going to work from there. Mm. I got a bunch of options, a Dars choke, Anaconda choke, guillotine, and I got the option to take the back. Um, so I like the, the front headlock. I probably, if I had to pick one favorite submission, it's probably a guillotine. Just fucking hanging someone. <laughs> um, Zach McNeil. What is you competition day nutrition plan like for BJJ comp where you have to weigh in in the morning of? Again, that depends. But I would say eat stuff that your body's used to. Maybe it's an apple. Maybe it's a little bit of stuff called Vitargo. It's this carb. It's this carb supplement that you drink, and it's easy digestion. Um, Yeah, simple stuff. Bananas, stuff that's just easily digested to where it's like, fuck, you get into a match, 30 seconds into the match, now you're focused on having to puke. Like, fuck, now I have to puke. I can't even concentrate on what I'm doing. I'm concentrating on not puking. I've been there a handful of times, and that fucking sucks. Um, Soul Den Ert. Hey, Tim, just read the book Into the Wild and wanted to hear your you and whoever else you're with thoughts on life as a young adult and dealing with things like expectations, lifestyle, relationships, and whatever else. Dealing with things like expectations. Fuck, we'd have to dial that one in. That's a tough one, isn't it, Rick? Yeah, very tough. I was thinking on that. Yeah. What are you thinking about it? What the fuck? I know my life. I didn't know shit. Circumstances. Yeah. Everyone's circumstances are different. Yeah. Everyone gets born into different fucking lifestyles. Yeah. Like you were born in Chicago, right? Yeah. The streets of Chicago. Rough. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've done what you got to do. Yeah. Got to think how you're going to get home safe. Yeah. And I, I like to, obviously, the reading the books helps a lot, but like, Whatever question you have, pretend someone's asking you that question. How would you answer it? How would you, what would you, what advice would you give them? And give it to yourself. Luke Champox. Ever seen someone get a boner in wrestling or <laughs> jit situations? Those always make for good stories. Have you ever had a boner, Roland? Never. I don't think I have Cat. either. Maybe. I'm <laughs> saying for him, I'm saying Cat. Maybe in high. <laughs> Yeah, I don't well, think wrestling I've ever would be kind of sus because you're with guys. Exactly, <laughs> that's why I'm like, like you roll with a girl. Oh, yeah, with yeah, the girl, a hot girl. I can't remember ever having a boner in wrestling or jujitsu. I just can't. It's gonna mm. be Dallas first day. I know my first day with a girl. With a guy. Oh, Shoot, they're gonna <laughs> yeah, come up geez. to me and be like, "Hey, he." Just, I would say, "Dow, come on, bro." Get kicked out the first day. Get the troll, champ. Go sit on that couch or sit in the corner for a little bit. Time out. Turn around against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Tell your boner goes down. God damn it. Um, yeah, never. <laughs> never with the boner, thankfully. I I did before stress about like weigh ins. Having to weigh in for some shows before and be like, God damn it. Go down, boner. <laughs> or having a little half stock and then it goes a little crazy and you're on stage, it's like fuck. But could be worse. Nine of his own. Rick, what's up? <laughs> is there any awkward spot places in life that you can recall having a boner and having to hide it? 
Uh, no, not really. You know, ah, shit, no. Yeah. No. Probably just like in school, like middle yeah, school or something. Like School's that. the worst, yeah, dude. Oh shit! Just tuck that shit under your uh, your pants. Fourteen to eighteen years old, dude. You got teachers. You got chicks. You got. Oh my god! Like it up, it's just you get constant, up and go, bro. Yeah, fuck all that. Did you ever beat off at school, Dal? No. Just wait till I get home. Did you? Yeah. I did you, once. I did did you? Really? Yeah. Where at? In the bathroom. Just had to get just it out of here. Get those get fucking it, yeah. demons out of here. Get him out of here. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Were you nervous? Just went in the stall and kind yeah, of beat just it? Close the stall door. The teacher come in, you know, looking Rick, around. what are you doing yeah. there? Beating your meat again? <laughs> yeah. Some sears. Yeah, for real. Um, hey, Uncle Tim, do you have any tips to help when you have a bad high slash trip? Dude, I I don't know. I've read before that I think you just eat protein, but I don't know, dude. I've had bad highs before. I'm just like, fuck. I just hated it. But then Alex, my uh, Mariah's sister's husband, he was saying just like if you can get past the point of like, oh, I'm too high, I'm too freaking out, then it's pretty pretty cool and almost like psychedelic. Like, hmm. What's the worst high you've had from any drug, Rick? Uh, when I was using heroin back in Chicago. What were you using? Heroin, duh, you know. Yeah, yeah. That tar shit, that black, you know. What was it like? Shit. It's, I couldn't explain it, really, because it's first you there, and then, you know, you might take you a, a hit of acid or something. Damn. You know, to try to. You know, Even out? Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. Even out with a little hit of acid? Fuck. <laughs> I don't rough. know about that, G. That's rough. <laughs> yeah. Try it one day. <laughs> Try it one day. Mm -hmm. A little heroin hit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fuck that, dude. Um, I'm thinking it was cocaine, though. You know? Oh, so you thought it was cocaine. You took a little snort of it, and it was heroin. No, it was the... Uh, that, yeah, that acid shit. That, uh, oh, my what God. What was it? Uh, window pain or some shit. Oh. Uh, Ouch. It was, yeah, it was hallucinating like a motherfucker. I feel like, Nick, I feel like I have pretty good cardio whenever I'm hitting pads in the bag. I notice, though, whenever I roll or spar, my gas tank gets burnt a lot quicker. Well, of course. The thing is, you're hitting pads, you're hitting the bag, no one's hitting at you. So you're not having to defend yourself. And then you get into sparring, and now you're having to defend yourself. You're having to flex muscles and do things that you're not used to doing when you're hitting the pads and hitting the bag. That's why it's important when, when people are doing bag work. You gotta. It's easy to get lazy and not have a disciplined stance, but you have to keep it in your mind. Be like, this motherfucker could hit me back. So after mm -hmm. I crack this thing, I either have to get out all the way out of the way, or or move in or get my hands up. Um. Yeah, a lot of bad habits get caused on the bags. Um, any tips? Fuck, just keep sparring. Just spar, mm. spar more, I guess. Did you say sparring or rolling? Sparring and rolling. Oh, okay. Because rolling, it depends like what your rank is. You probably just don't know as much as you know in sparring or vice versa. Yeah. yeah, especially rolling is when you're a beginner, you're using, you're just not very efficient with your technique. So you're using a lot of energy, a lot of explosive energy in spots you don't really need to use it. And then you just fatigue. What was the story behind your first tat? First tat was on my back. You know that one, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> that <one's sick. laughs> 18 years old. 
Just <laughs> fucking me and the boys, me and the football boys, <laughs> went to get tatted up. Hell yeah. That's fire. Um, Addison, I'm 29, looking to get an MMA. I have some boxing experience. I'm not saying this to brag at all, just so you can understand where I'm coming from. I'm very athletic, have a high level of fitness. I feel like I really need to work on mobility for BJJ for striking, mainly opening my hips up. Any tips on a routine I should be hitting daily to get myself mobile for BJJ? Also, any exercises you would recommend mastering for grappling BJJ I can do outside of the gym at home. My home gym alone. Home gyms. Home gyms and just if you haven't grappled, the best way to get good at grappling and jiu-jitsu is just fucking doing it, dude. Grappling and doing jiu-jitsu and figuring it out. Um, Mariah put up a bunch of my favorite stretches for my hips a bunch of different yoga ones on patreon also um a bunch of different hip hip looseners so that's good sugar shane look who it is rick hey where you come from yeah what happened to your hands? Damn. Yeah, you you didn't get to see the last scrap, did you, Rick? No. I won, kinda. Yeah, he won. He won. Um uh, No, we no no, we've been we haven't talked about it too much. Rick's been just doing his thing. Doing his thing. He got some pussy recently. Some nice pussy too, he was telling me. He didn't get much for Christmas, so I gave him these oaks. Yeah, and this right here. And this. What the fuck? That's yeah. a chain? Yeah, yeah. chain, baby. Hey, now I can go up. We'll Buy go some more going. perks. Yeah. Oh, I got too many in my pocket now. <laughs> <laughs> How many did you buy with that 20? Uh, I don't know. Burger Shit. King. Yeah. Burger King. Burger King, baby. Um, we're about to... We're about to go check out a fucking limo. Sugar's got a bunch of the boys coming down. End of January. Schmitty. We're going to uh, check out a limo. So when we go do our shit, we do it as a as a gang, baby. Gang. Yep. Okay, what do we have for time, Jay? Five minutes. Forty-two. Forty-two. That's just perfect. God damn it, that's perfect. Um, watch... He got on over that nice watch, huh? Ooh, show it off. That's perfect. No, that's perfect. We're going to go get a little burrito and uh, get popping. So, uh, thanks for watching, guys. Um, thanks for Rick coming on. Mm-hmm. Just throw whatever sign you want to that camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, one time, baby. One time. Everything is everything. I remember you told me that, and I've been saying it ever since. Yeah. Everything is everything. I want everything to is everything. That's right. Yeah. All right, guys. See you next week. Yeah.